0: Please listen carefully.
1: You know that, like, the TikTok account that you shared with, like, the wife that's on strike? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So I watched all these videos in the parking lot. <laughs> and the one video that's just, like, randomly not that about her mom bun. <laughs> I was like, why is that my bun every day? <laughs> just, like, a full mess. Just, like, chaos on my head. Every single day. So that's why I'm, like,
0: You're, shaking my head. It looks like it right now. I, you definitely give off an energy that's, like... How do I put this? Uh, You don't have enough things going on in your life to be as chaotic as you are. What's up, sisters? Welcome back to another episode of Everyone and Their Sister, the review podcast where we never actually get around to talking about what we're supposed to. I'm Christina. I'm Natasha.
2: And I'm Stephanie.
0: And our episode this week is all about a review of Shang-Chi, easily one of the best Marvel movies Marvel has put out to date. Uh, We risked life and death to go see this movie actually in a theater to support our Canadian boy, Simu.
2: Mississauga Canadian boy.
0: (sighs) We love him, and he needed the box office numbers, and we said, We're going. We're going. We're here to support you, my friend. Um, and it was excellent. We all went together. It was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man sat in front of us, who definitely that wasn't his seat. Let me be clear about that right now. That man was not supposed to be sitting there, and I'll I'll never forgive him for it.
2: Oh, also, there was people be <laughs> talking during the movie, like they oh, yeah, uncivilized animals, like they've never been to a movie in their entire life.
1: But this has been almost every single movie that we've been to in the theater there's been one person that talks very loudly and like it's like they've forgotten that they're not in their living room and can't just like that the moment when like they do the pronunciation of his name like what is it shun c shun is like the actual Shang-Che. shunk is it I, oh, okay
0: i i was looking at a tiktok earlier where she was saying that because of the way it's spelled it's actually shang Che.
1: Okay, so remember when they're doing that pronunciation thing and then this woman on the right of us is just repeating it very loudly after him. And I was like, "Mm."
0: she thinks it's a fucking Rosetta
1: Stone class. She's like, yeah, (laughs) and I was like, all right, cool.
2: (laughs) People forget that you're not at home. You can't scroll on Instagram while you're fucking watching a movie in a dark theater as well.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: People are animals.
0: Even before the pandemic, we have been in some situations with some really like terrible etiquette moviegoers and a year and a half of not being shamed made it even worse. Maybe
2: it was because they had no one around them. They were in a false sense of security. But no, I can hear you. It's like, have you
1: have you seen that there was like this article that came out, I want to say, like probably a couple months ago, whenever like things started to lighten up a little bit after lockdown And it was basically about people's behavior specifically on planes and how like um, the amount of people that have to be kicked off planes due to like wild and inappropriate behavior has gone up by 40%, which is crazy to me because I'm like, it hasn't been that long that we've been. I mean, like, I know it's been a long time that we've been on lockdown, but like
0: but like how do you forget <laughs> to be a person with the awareness and knowledge of people around you like yeah, that, that shouldn't like, be
1: something that leaves your mind like was some were so many of these people in like pure isolation no family no friends whatever that they like just lost their minds like is that what happened like I'm very confused concerned for humanity obviously um <laughs> not that it makes not that they were any better before but this just like it's like the cherry on like the rotten cherry on top of what is already a bad bad situation i just like i people are the worst
0: let's get into our review uh, we were initially going to do candy man but we're actually going to go see that tonight and so now you guys don't get a Candyman review we'll just bring it up at some other point that's how good this movie was we were sitting in the theater and i think 20 30 minutes into it i turned around to look at nat and i was like so we're doing this for the podcast right because it was so good like
1: immediately yeah yeah i would say and i i definitely said this already this is like probably my top marvel movie which is like a strong like statement to say especially with ragnarok and what's Mm -hmm. the other one that's really good black panther black panther with those two in competition the fact that i love this one so much i'm like actually willing to go back in theaters to watch a full full fucking marvel movie and i don't mean like ooh, a casual like hour and a half no two hours plus the whole set of credits because you need to get two end credit scenes i will watch it again
0: It was, uh, it was what, two hours and 20 minutes or something like that? Two hours and 12 minutes? It was over two hours. And I know, same thing. I think for me, it's so hard because I can recognize that this is absolutely the best Marvel movie they've made so far, hands down. But at the same time, Ragnarok will always still be my number one favorite because it's just not a lot of superhero movies for me recognize the inherent ridiculousness of the superhero in general. Yeah. And so Ragnarok is a special place in my heart. But even at my personal favorite level, it's Ragnarok, it's Jung Chi, and it's Black Panther. Because those that was amazing. That was an amazing movie.
1: Yeah, like God, this I think this one is the one where they learned from all of the other movies and they were like, all right, this is the feedback. We, oh, should we give them that uh, much credit though?
2: That's my only thing. <laughs> I mean, I
1: wouldn't give them that much credit. I mean, I think honestly, probably like ninety percent up to the actors. I'm convinced that the actors did a lot of like their own own shit in this because like Aquafina, fucking amazing as usual. But those those are lines that I don't think anybody else can deliver. Like it's such an Aquafina yeah, like thing wrote her- that I yeah I don't even know. Like this is the thing. I'm like, did they let her like? Yeah like like i don't know like ad-lib some of those lines because like i would expect that because like they were very much like something she would like randomly say in like a comedy or something like if you watch like nora from queens like it was very much that vibe and i was like into it
0: (laughs) it felt like her and i will say too the uh, actress that played Xia ling was also the um was also like she ended up being like a mandarin consultant on the movie during certain scenes where she would be like, "Oh no, you would pronounce it like this way instead." So, like a lot, I do think that the cast and having it be so predominantly Asian, yeah, um, was like very important to that. And the director is also Asian. Like this was not a Russo. Oh, I thought it was a white Yeah,
2: guy. maybe I'm wrong.
1: Thank God it wasn't. It just it just felt like this is the thing. It felt very anti-western if that makes sense or like anti-white like even with like white characters here and there like it was it was fine like I was like oh this is good like this is like you're focused on the right things in my opinion like it was like even like the style of the storytelling very different from like traditional marvel i will say it was just like the fucking uh the friends scene the friends in the beginning and oh, continuing yeah. that circular pattern at the end where like they meet with their friends at like the at the whatever restaurant bar or whatever mm-hmm. and then they meet with them at the i'm like that perfection that is continuity <laughs> i wanted you
2: gave me the romance <laughs> i'm always looking for in every fucking Marvel. <laughs>
1: Of course
0: there was one point where so really even more than the romance with the main character in which at this point is more just like alluded to something that might happen in the future. I think she meant the the dad. Oh no that's what I was about to say. I was literally about to say more than that the actual romance in this story is the the dad and the mom when they first met when they were younger and then obviously like it's still very much his love story for her too. Yeah. Um, And the moment that they meet and they have the moment i like i almost like i don't want to say rolled my eyes but i was like no, Steph's I, in now. A, a steph, I literally steph wasn't interested
1: in, before. She's in, in that that row. first moment when they're fighting steph turned to me she's like is it a romance <laughs> and i'm like oh my god and, and i was right <laughs> it
2: was and she was and right she was, because of course it was okay, so like the first, but also uh, like she, okay. they like lock eyes while she's like fighting him I'm like oh He's got a boner. It's going down
1: tonight. Uh, Yeah. Also, like, I will say, okay, so, like, I, we talk about this all the time. There's, like, I, most Marvel movies, I often agree with the villain because I'm, like, yeah, the villain's, like, totally right about this. But then they'll make that one move that's, like, a little bit too far. Like, it's, like, usually about, like, capitalism or how, like, heroes ruin everything because of, like, they don't know, like, you know, like, the, what is it? Whatever. Here's
0: the thing. I'm not even saying that you're wrong. I just don't know. I don't remember any villain. I can't remember a single villain and what they're like because I don't care about Ultron, so I don't remember that. Oh no no Killmonger, no longer. Yes, I agree
1: with you. Yeah no no not those uh, not those. I mean like then, human only, villains.
0: No no, but then I was gonna say the only one that I can think of otherwise is the Nazi. Oh God, yeah.
1: Uh no no not not the Nazi. <laughs> Spider Man Spider Man villain. Totally agree with that until he kills somebody. Um, what's the other one? <laughs> There's like there's a bunch of I I will find them for you but I can I can list them off. But anyway, let me finish my t- my thought. This one didn't agree with him at all obviously because like it's it's not about him actually wanting to take that power even though in the beginning it was. It's more about um he's being driven by grief and loss which was such a different like there has been grief and loss in marvel movies but this one was like so twisted in a way that like he couldn't help it until like the ramifications he pull- of that was I yeah was
2: done really well for the-
1: until he was pulled out of it yeah but like his like his story as a villain i thought was more compelling than a lot of other villains like i will say i was very like i was like oh he's gonna go back to being like power hungry and blah 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 but no he's being driven by like literally twisted love like it's been like it's grief it's love it's like the fucking ten rings (laughs) doing some shit to his mind it's it's like oh you really should have gone gone to therapy at some point
0: point. and this is where i think you're probably really right about the actors being a big reason why this movie is so good and that is one thing that marvel has always done well their casting person props because the marvel casting except for a, a couple of notable ish, uh, people is all wildly excellent um, but the actor, Tony Long was talking about this character, and he's like, he knows he's the villain of the film, but rather than starting it from the point of view of, like, a villain character who, again, wants to take over the world or wants to do- destroy something, he started it from the point of view of, like, this is just a failed father yeah. yeah, who is, like, to a certain extent trying his best without realizing how toxic his best is. I feel like that's the best way I could describe what he was saying.
2: Totally agree. And
0: it was... It totally comes across because I really normally I'm very much in the fan in the like, let your villains be villains. You know, their stories can be compelling, but you don't have to try to pull all this stuff. But this one was a very, very well done. He started off as like, unquestionably a villain thousands and thousands of years of just starting wars mm-hmm. and being power hungry. But that is not the person that we see in that movie. And it was really well done.
1: Agreed. And I thought that, like, they would actually fall back on that for sure. And then when they didn't, I was like, oh, this is different. This is different from what I was expecting.
0: Because then it also doesn't feel too like she was the only thing keeping him yeah. good. Because it, it kind of felt like, oh, Loved changed him. She changed him. But it was really more like she saw maybe even just the fact that she was willing to like give up something for him yeah made him see that like maybe not being seen as a monster could make him a better person and how she clearly influenced his life after that that he yeah. didn't just go back to being the worst? Yeah. Although, arguably, they were still super rich and he was still running an army. <laughs> so, maybe he never actually stopped being the worst. I don't know. That's. Tr-
1: I mean, technically, when they were living on their own, I don't think he was running the army. He stopped, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. S- he stopped doing He, everything he rebuilt everything after. But I will say, like, that, like that's, that's the thing. It was like he had the capacity to be good, and he was good, uh, despite being bad for, like, the longest time. And then, like, after, yeah, he got worse. But, like, he thought he was doing the right thing. And so, like, even, like, the way he treats his children in some ways, I was like, ooh, definitely sexist here, blah, 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 all this, definitely, that was a thing. But, like, the way he is with his son, I was like, fuck, every Asian parent... (laughs) Like there was a there was a moment and I was like ooh I recognize this like it was like such a moment of recognition that I was like mm, yeah this is like this is gonna resonate with like a lot a lot. well I'm sure like a lot of immigrant kids in general but like it just like felt very familiar I liked, for I sure when
2: they like tried to show like American Chinese and then like Chinese because she's like I don't speak Mandarin and I was like I yeah. wouldn't why would you need to if you were like living in where were they San Francisco.
0: Okay, so actually there's a lot of really interesting things about this and I want to talk about it for a minute. So a couple of like maybe even as early as last week, there were conversations that this movie was not going to be released in China and it's been delayed. And they were like, why is it being delayed? What's going on? And I think I probably saw the same thing you did, Steph, where someone was talking about the white male standards of beauty in China and the fact that he's not fair skinned, that he's not what we would consider to be feminine looking um, means that they don't think it's going to do well there. But then recently I saw articles coming up this mm-hmm. week that said they're not going to release it in China because at one point the actor set, made some comments that like for his parents China was a third world country and that's why they left to come to Canada and so now it's not going to get released in China. And I want to tell you right now that my suspicion is that they are using whoever is putting this out there is using that main character as a scapegoat because this question about it not releasing in China was before those comments even came back up. Mm. So I think retroactively they're saying, Oh, one time this small Canadian actor that no one had literally ever heard of at that point, because I think at that point he had been in Kim's convenience for like a year, made a comment about why his parents chose to leave a country where they were not doing well to go somewhere else. And no one was talking about it and no one had looked it up and the interview wasn't resurfacing at all. They were already talking about not having the movie release in China, which I thought was very surprising, all things considered. Um, And then now suddenly that they're confirming that they're not going to release it in China, it's his fault. And the fact that he's a very outspoken actor about things that seem unfair to him, like especially him calling out the president of Disney for calling Shang-Chi an experiment of getting people back into theaters. It's something here doesn't feel right to me. I definitely don't have all the information because why mm-hmm. would I? But I I smell something in the air and I would not be surprised if this blows up into something big within the next like month or so. And there's like questions about the future of the franchise. They're also saying
2: that they're like, this is the American Chinese experience, so they wouldn't be interested. I'm like, that's what a movie is. It gives other people insight into yeah. other people's it's experiences. Other, Yeah, it's and other people's like, perspective. Oh, yeah
0: wild absolutely wild it doesn't make a lot of sense even the pre like i actually it's not fair the i think the person that was arguing about the like the way Simulu and the like marvel aesthetic doesn't fit into chinese beauty standards was an interesting point but at the end of the day all the other movies release there and they all have heroes that look like him they're just white so that's why i think something else is is going on Because honestly, I'm not going to lie, like a lot of movies end up having random settings in China. Like I think Black Panther did that because of the laws where if you want to show your movie in China, you have to have at least X percent of it be in China itself or be somewhere in Asia or something like that. So knowing that and knowing how this one wouldn't even have to shoehorn any random scenes in it would just come naturally. Everything
1: about this seems so odd to me. But isn't there, like, a lot of, like, political stuff going on with China right now anyway? So I feel like this could be part of yes. that as well. Like, um, like w- w- what recently happened? Like, the whole random Canada Goose thing that happened? What? Did you guys read about that? Yes.
0: Yeah. they The Chinese oh. government or something like that sued or, or gave some kind of penalty to Canada Goose for, they s- said, misrepresenting what the parkas are made out of maybe this is only. Oh yeah God, okay okay so God. it says here what if this is all retribution for the hawaii thing
1: so like a, phones apparently um fewer hollywood movies in general will be approved by the country in the future <laughs> it's a political thing i'm saying i'm telling you yeah so stop blaming <laughs> yeah, this man yeah
0: i don't trust anyone i saw that first article and i went i don't know i don't trust it yeah you know, yeah. when your bullshit sensors just like rise up at the back of your head and you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-mm, I smell something weird.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I agree. All of that I to agree. say,
0: <laughs> I'd like to pull us back for a moment. Yes. And for Steph, no, I went on to talk about the romance between the mom and the dad a little bit. <laughs> for me? Because I thought this was a good movie. I was really excited about it. But as much as I make fun of Steph, the moment I knew this was going to be a fucking great movie and a movie that felt different than the others was the scene where the dad and the mom are having their first fight. And I was talking about this uh, just amongst ourselves the other day, (laughs) but i he was fighting foreplay 100%, Mm -hmm. but also what I thought was so stunning and so beautiful is, rather than it being like a full-on, no-holds-barred, actual fight, they really clearly wanted to make it feel like a dance. And what they ended up doing is that the fight actually... To a certain extent, it's almost like slow motion, but it's the speed they're actually going at. Like it is them going slowly. And the way that I can think to describe it is rather than her actually punching him or hitting him, she shows him the move that she would do in reaction to the move he just did. And then he shows her the move that he would do. And like, there's occasionally moments where one shows their strength and they push the other away and it knocks them back. But for the most part... It almost just feels more like they're telegraphing how they would beat each other to see who would actually come out on top versus an actual fight. And there was something about that moment that was stunning and gorgeous. And I typically don't love action movies because I find a lot of fight scenes pretty boring. So, like, that's one thing that I'm not always a fan of for the Marvel movies. But, like, what are you going to do? It's a superhero movie. But this one,
1: because it it had...
0: Yeah, because it had those like martial arts roots and it clearly was choreographed by somebody who knew what they were doing. And they
1: had also, the they Stunning. also like, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but they also use like elemental things in there. So they used to water, air. Yeah, yeah. it was it was like I was like, "Ooh, where's the fire? And I was like, oh, it's definitely the Ten Rings is the fire. <laughs> like it was just like there was so much elemental stuff in there. And I was just like this is great. This is like, this is like the shit that I miss. Like I know we were talking about it with Wendy from externs, but (laughs) for those of us who do not know, i don't know who wouldn't because our entire audience is extern so but like we were talking <laughs> we we're talking to wendy about it but we we're talking about that movie hero with jet lee and it was like it was very much like that where like that movie was like all the martial arts had a very elemental feel to it it was like slow motion but also the same pace and like just like it was beautiful it's like a dance and like i fucking love watching that shit
0: and it was the very classic idea of like fire and earth feeling very rage filled. Yeah. And very like hot and very violent. And then the air and the water elements and in particular the mother style of martial yeah. arts feeling very calming and and defensive as opposed to offensive. And yeah. the only thing that I think this movie did, I'm not gonna say poorly, but like really went to like fucking hit you over the head with it, was the idea that the uh, Shang Shang needed to embrace both sides of himself. And in order to really be and unlock his full potential, he needed to understand that he has all of those elements inside of him. And so to be as good as his sister, let's be clear, he needs to understand how to wield both that like fiery, angry element and also the more like calming, reasonable things of his mother. And it was one of those things where I was like, literally 10 minutes into the movie, you get it. Because there's a scene where she's telling him as a kid, hey, you're not just me. You're also your father. And then it comes out 900 more times. And it was, So by the time he like finally embraces it and like the 10 rings respond to him for a little bit, I was like, you did it, finally.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm really curious about like because like they show it in one of the end scenes like the they don't know what the 10 rings are or what they're made from i guess vibranium. and like where they came from i'm i'm well they're not vibranium know
2: you know i know it's the eternals it's
1: what? oh they are the eternals so the eternals
0: <laughs> are all tied to something like the eternals <gasps> are all tied to really really old things that have been around forever oh and that's shit why they're eternals and so that's what was happening at the end the, the one where they're like we found signals that relate to it it's gonna go to the eternals but... and the Eternals are like they're being called to that thing
1: oh shit okay that's exciting i'm excited now but okay okay before we move to like obviously like the best person in this movie we all yeah. we all know who the best person is uh before we move to that the fucking scene with ben kingsley where they bring back what iron man 3 or iron Man whatever movie he's in and then i <laughs> forgot i forgot about his role in iron man so when that scene came around i looked at you and i was like am i high am i high right <laughs> yes. now is this scene happening this is okay by the way this is a scene this is a huge spoiler movie is going I normally yeah we're, we're past that where movie is going totally normally um and then sean and his friend I forgot her name, (laughs) Aquafina. I'm like, I, Kate. Okay, I was just like, I only know her as Aquafina. That doesn't. Nothing else matters. But anyway, they're they've been captured by his father. They're being held or whatever. His sister as well, actually. And they hear a weird ass sound from within this like weird little like underground dungeon area, and they follow the sound only to find. Ben Kingsley screaming at himself in the mirror, essentially holding a being that has no face, four legs and wings. And it's, it's, it's a shocking moment. It and it's, it's a lot. It's so far removed from what was happening before that. It's so like, it's so like you went from like zero To like, I don't even know what, like 3,000 essentially. Like It was like, like what the fuck?
0: Right before that, the intensity was very, very high because they were having a very serious conversation with their father who was losing his mind. And then all of a sudden you meet someone who has lost their mind in a very different way. (laughs) But also I have to make a note. This is why as a person, I'll never be able to stop making fun of that. And why you just constantly, I find myself so astounded by the things that you say. Because you did turn and you looked at me and you said, am, am, "Am I like you said? Am I Am I the one that's hallucinating?" And you said it with such seriousness. And then you repeated it again after the movie. And I was like, at no point in my life would I ever, as a person, be in a movie and something so weird and so outlandish happens. But my first thought is, "Wait, am I drunk? Is it me?" I
1: would. Think am I the drama? Something-
0: Am I the drama? I would think, is this, I could even go as far as seeing, is this the same fucking movie? Like, did they make a mistake? But you so truly, so truly were like, oh God, did I take something before I came here? Like, you genuinely weren't sure.
1: (laughs) I honestly, I was so tired too, because it was like a late night movie. I honestly was like, oh my God. I'm losing my fucking mind until like a good 10 minutes into this fucking crazy ass scene with Ben Kingsley. I was like, oh, oh, I remember who he is now. (laughs) I
0: do like how they made fun of the Mandarin. Yeah. Because I don't think they did the Mandarin that poorly in the third one, but it's still problematic. So, having that guy be like, he had to pick a nickname for me, the most powerful being on earth, and he picked a fucking orange. And it was like it was just one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'm so glad they brought it up. And that's where I feel like again, the director being Asian and then uh, being involved in the process probably really comes in handy. Yeah, this is
1: where like I definitely saw like where their hand was in and how they corrected some things that I felt were like, and I was like, oh, okay, I like this. Um, But also Ben Kingsley's role, wild. It was a wildly long cameo, I will say.
0: For a token white character, he was in it a lot. He was he was in it quite a bit.
2: Okay, we know I have limited Marvel knowledge. We'll briefly talk about, I tried to watch all the Marvel movies in timeline order, but I did not make it. I did not pass. But is this the first hero that's, like, shy? Like, I classify, like, uh, Sean, is he shy? Like, he's shy. He's the, sh- the shyest hero I've ever seen in any Marvel movie. He's not like yes he's powerful and like his I would, I like watching this movie Ooh, I thought I actually, he was shy. You know what? I think and like introverted. I think I, I think he has universe. a lot to
1: hide mm-hmm. and I think that maybe that implies it but like him and Aquafina like, yeah, like they did wild yeah, shit but
2: as your friend no, but I'm as your step on this one. You're not going to be self-conscious or like quiet but like him like I'm like thinking about this movie overall but, like I was a shy, he was quiet, he was like soft spoken to other people. He wasn't like Thor who's like I'm the king of the fucking whatever. He wasn't like yeah, I guess that's Chris, true. Chris Evans, Captain America was like I'm the justice for for America. Blah blah bullshit. <laughs> this is this is my knowledge. Black Panther. He was already a king, so he already had this like powerful hmm. presence. So like he yeah, was shy actually, in my mind.
0: No, I think she's right because yes, with Katie. You get the full force of his personality. That's true. But they really tell you right from the beginning that they've been friends since high school. So of course, and also there's like a clearly a little bit of a romance going on there as well. But he is, he also, and again, I think this comes from having people who are actually involved with the culture making and being Mm -hmm. in this movie and having voices of power. I think that he also had a lot of deference to all of his elders in this movie.
1: Oh yeah, I from totally his
0: agree. father to Michelle Yao and everyone in the village to Katie's family. Like, yeah. I think he did come across as a bit of a shy person and a bit soft spoken, which is actually really nice. He was, I like love him. I'm in love. He's the best. Yeah, I what a soft say boy. This
2: is, like, negative, it's but like thinking boy. back, I'm like he he doesn't have like this big extroverted personality that you like see with superheroes. But I think it was mm-hmm. actually good because like also he's twenty something. He's still kind of young. He's learning. You
1: know what also was different about him? Um, I find with like all the other well, other than like obviously the way Chris Evans comes in, but his like intro story isn't like he doesn't know what he's getting oh, into, he knows, yeah. or I guess other than Thor as well, he knows. And it, you're you're to- you're almost you almost expect you you have to go through the journey of him figuring out who he is, but really he already knows, and so you're like, oh shit, it, it's interesting. <laughs> like that was oh, like that was a nice I difference. Think,
0: I think one of the best choices that they made was him having the heart to heart with katie where he tells her i i did kill the man that killed my mother yeah i did do it and that was the moment where i realized that what my father wanted of me was not what i wanted for myself but i consider myself to be a bad person because i did that and he just felt so real in that moment and Mm -hmm. i think this comes down to simu as an actor like oh my god he did so well in that scene where you could feel that like I don't necessarily feel bad for killing this man because he killed my mother. But also, yes, I do. Mm. And I think that made the moment where he chose not to kill his father so much more interesting because it didn't just feel like I'm not killing you because you're my father. It doesn't matter that you're evil. I won't kill my father. Yeah. It felt like a moment of I've been here before and I know it's not going to make me feel better. So I'm not going to kill you for myself. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really, I, I, I loved him. I loved him so much. (laughs) Yeah. And
2: this leads me to the sister because technically her personality or like job is what you would expect. Someone who's supposedly going to be the hero is going to be that her life at this point is what you would expect him to have. But she has it, which underutilized her. So much.
1: But this is, this leads to our if, favorite character, of course. <laughs> this is the favorite character position Shaolin? moment. Yeah.
2: Shaolin, I love
0: her. I think if they have courage, They're smart. if they know how to do this properly, she will become what Loki was supposed to be. Yeah. Which is the non-villain villain, where she will do villainous things, but she will not be so far drawn away that she can't Jump in occasionally for the greater good. Yeah. Like she that's the vibe agenda. I get from her, especially because they've even said directly that they're now Loki is now a hero in the universe. Like they're not really gonna go back to the fun mischief god who's sometimes bad. Like he's just gonna be a hero now, whatever. So they made him less interesting, is what we should say. um So I think that she is primed to take up that mantle, and I think we're all in agreement with her. L- where's with, her yeah. show?
1: With her right hand man to raise her
2: face. <laughs>
0: Here's why I talk about people not having standards, okay? Because I know that Steph and Shanice, hello Shanice, watch that movie and we're like, I hope she gets together Listen, with Razorface. It's
2: the perfect romance <laughs> novel setup. I don't give a shit what you say. They they don't have to be the end game. She's gonna hat. She's gonna fuck him. For funsies, and then she's gonna find her true love. He could,
1: oh, he could stick toys I, on the end of his razor fist instead of a uh, razor. It's <laughs> got
2: dirty. Those kind of toys—is that what you mean, or did did I just? That, do that was my oh, so okay.
1: quick. That was such a quick turn of the dial. That's not player. even that quick. <laughs> I, in terms of that, the tone
2: that just changed. Yes. <laughs> um, you were just
1: talking about romance. I went straight to the erotic
2: part. We have to talk about the fact she met her. Her husband on this, he was the stunt coordinator. Yeah. And obviously all her fights look excellent because he had the hots for her. So I love that. It's also so
1: cute because like in this in this movie, she like ha- is has like a very dark vibe, like kick ass, like no yeah. nonsense, like very little emotion except for like with her brother sometimes yeah. and like is wearing like the black leather. Meanwhile, her wedding photos, she looks so sunny and happy and like so fluffy and they just look so cute and nerdy together. And I'm like, oh. Yeah
2: see I love that. I love, on that <laughs> love it
0: yeah but all of this was to say while I absolutely think she should use Razor Fist as entertainment yeah. uh, <laughs> sometimes you just gotta like let it out that man's right there I, can, I see his situation being as very in service to her mm-hmm. um, and for that mm-hmm. I'm full in support of it but let's be clear she's too good for yeah, him yeah. I think that's the part that always feels missed she's too good for him this is a man that calls himself razor fist and had it spray painted on the side of his car so i actually don't care if he doesn't have good things
1: yeah yeah that's true also at the scene at the, the second end scene where you see her sit in her throne Ugh. with her with her mafia her like mafia winning. around her and her women training i was like Ooh, this was the, se- the How is it that, with such a good fucking movie, this last, last fucking scene is literally the best scene of the movie? It was and the best I- scene.
0: Also, her fighting style. So I loved that oh, yeah. she had the silver snake rope. I love Mm -hmm. it. And I feel like it's a direct attack for how poorly they've done the Wonder Woman stunts, particularly in the second movie, (laughs) because the lasso is her thing. And Ling came in and said, fuck you, I'm going to look way better with my version of the lasso. And she did. They really showed how like when used properly, it's a stunning weapon choice. It's gorgeous. When she has the little blade on the end of it, she fucking swings it around Thor style. Okay, she's giving us similar vibes to Thor, and she's just a regular person. I love her.
1: I love her too. I really so. Do we think she's going she like, she to get a show? Because like, she should get a show and smart. a movie. Yeah,
0: I think if they're smart and they put in and, and where if things actually change. And they pull. They don't just like steep themselves in racism. Yes, because the only reason not to give her a show in this particular universe is because you don't think that Asian characters can carry their own story. That's the only reason. Because she's (sighs) so set up to replace Loki. And, you know, and it's very clear. It's very clear that, you know, Sima Liu in many ways is the new Iron Man. Um, You know, Benedict Wong feels like the new... uh, 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 oh my God! The Shield the the black guy. <laughs> why can't I remember his name with the eye patch? Oh, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury. The, yeah, yeah. But like, his, what's his name in the what's his name in the series? Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Thank you. I, it was like, why is this escaping me? I kept wanting to. People have been talking about Matrix, so I kept wanting to say Morpheus, and I was like, that's <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Um. Yes, so I I think, like, Benedict Wong very clearly is supposed to be him. Mm -hmm. Like, everything feels so clear, and you have this setup ready to go. And you gave Loki a show, so naturally, she should have hers
1: next. Let's go. Her show would be so fucking good.
0: If you had the guy that did the choreography for the fights from the movie do Mm -hmm. everything for the show, Mm -hmm. stunning. I there's very few action in this world that I genuinely enjoy I think outside of this movie it's only stuff like Kingsman is is probably the only other thing yeah. I would put up there is like very well done action and when you release yourself from the idea that action involves massive explosions, and gunfire which is so fucking boring because it's like supposed to be action but everybody is 20 feet away from each other shooting through cars like it's not interesting there's no tension but when you have this like up close and personal fighting style every move feels so stunning to watch
1: like oh it was just so great okay so like this could be a better version of that fucking show that came out on the cw recently like early this year i think it's called kung fu oh i had no idea okay it's a terrible show like terribly done however if this was a show it could be so much better i'm just oh i hate that show okay anyway (laughs) it could be great it could be amazing and disney plus would be popping even more amazing i mean we'll
0: see we'll see what happens they've got what if happening right now i'm not watching that anyone
1: i'm not watching that either
0: I realize I have to put lines on what I'm willing to and willing to not watch, particularly because their whole universe is connected. And I think there might be, I have to acknowledge that the, the shows are a place where I can choose not to watch something. The movies are, maybe I'll watch it when it's streaming. Like, I still haven't seen Black Widow because I'm still really annoyed with everything about Black Widow. It, yeah. it No matter how good people tell me it is. I don't know that I can do that. And like, I can't wait to watch the Eternals. But the idea of watching another Doctor Strange movie when Benedict Cumberbatch is not a good Doctor Strange. Also unrelated, I need Dev Patel to some point join the Marvel Universe. I don't know as who. I have no idea as who, but as someone.
1: How? how, Ooh, I would never leave then. (laughs) Either (laughs) way. I'd make myself real at home. (laughs)
0: um yeah so I like I don't know that there's anything negative to say about this movie I'm excited for the the end of Avengers really made me and I've talked about this before I think we were talking about WandaVision really made me feel like I needed to get myself out of this cycle of Marvel movies I feel like it's too much they're the only movies coming out they ended up disappointing me so 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 often like the fact that every single Avengers movie that they've done with all of them together has not really lived up to the potential that it should have. Quite frankly, I did not like the end of Infinity War. I thought it it didn't really work for me. So I was like, let me pull myself out because they just keep disrespecting the people of color. The women in this world have, are never what I want them to be. I don't like this series. I have to stop. And then WandaVision pulled me back in and If WandaVision, like, pulling back in, this movie cemented, I'm I'm here for the next phase. I am. I'm going to watch Eternals. I'm going to watch the second Captain Marvel. I'm going to wait a a little bit and slog my way through the next Doctor Strange. Because if you keep putting out stuff like this... mm. I will also say one thing, too. Because I never stop talking. But I want this to be a short episode, so it's my own fault. Um... One thing I will say with regards to this movie over Black Panther, because I do think this was a better movie than Black Panther, even though Black Panther was very, very good, is I think Black Panther almost had this expectation and responsibility that it was the first Black superhero movie at this scale, and it couldn't just be a superhero movie. It had to answer so many things about the state of the world, and it had to address so many horrifying things and you had to have something like Killmonger and it had to be a movie that wasn't just a movie, it was a statement. And I think because of that, sometimes a Black Panther movie, you know, it's so good, but it's very serious. It's arguably probably one of the most serious movies in the whole universe and two of them have literal Nazis in them. But that Black Panther had to be very heavy. And I think what we realize and what we see in Shang-Chi is when you just let it be a superhero movie... And it just is that the superhero movie is steeped in this like Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. It's better. It it lets the movie be what it should be. And it lets it breathe. And this is not to say Black Panther is bad in any way. But I think it's interesting the expectations that we have on the two of them. And and like how when you just let this movie be what it needs to be and you introduce the culture in a more natural way that just feels very real to the people and yeah. don't make it about all of the horrible things that have happened to black people because you have to to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. It's you can get something that's almost like more beautiful in some ways.
1: I also like just and because of that like like the flow was really nice and like mm. nothing felt abrupt other than like Ben Kingsley's <laughs> entrance but it all, that made sense but <laughs> in some strange way but like even like the humor like the humor was so so good like i don't think there was a single joke i didn't laugh at versus like i like i love black panther again but like i there isn't as much humor like the parts yeah. that are funny or like light They're light, but they're not like, you're not like, oh my God, I feel like I love, like I love this humor so much. Like there was like, there was something about Shang-Chi that like... Shang-Chi
0: is very much steeped in its culture and is a comedy the same way that Ragnarok is steeped in New Zealand (laughs) humor. Like, just absolutely brimming with it,
1: even
2: though,
0: really, that's not, you know, any way related to Thor. But they said, no, we're going to do it. And it was like, like, "Mm,
1: excellent. Even, like, the scenes with, like, Aquafina's family, like, they were fucking funny. Like, it was so cute. When the little grandma is like,
0: why aren't you marrying her yet? Ugh.
1: It's coming, yeah. grandma. Yeah, like it was just like, ugh, there was just something so that good grandma about it. So, is yeah. deaf. It,
2: it's true. It, it, Looking for you romance I mean every movie, way. I'll squeeze her arm every time there's some lightly possible romantic something happening on screen. That's how I do it. <laughs>
1: it's not a lie. She certainly was remarking we, on every romantic scene. <laughs> we
0: all knew. Like even I. Nat was in between us, and I could feel it every single time and I wasn't the one next to Steph but I knew and I would look over at Nat and she would be looking over at Steph already
2: <laughs> just a
1: chain of looks like what's she gonna say about the Honestly, romance now
2: at me, so be like, oh, <laughs> look at that to we've hit time
0: agree all right lovely uh that's it for us this week uh just another, this was our, is this our second Marvel episode? Because did we do a WandaVision or did we just we talk just about it? Talk I about can it. never, we at this point, we have almost put out a hundred episodes. We're getting up there. Uh, if you count all of the like little snacks and stuff like that, that we did at the beginning, we probably have in the eighties, if not nineties at this point. So we're getting there. And what that means is that I have now forgotten many of our episodes because that's more content than even I can keep in my brain. <laughs> so if you remember what we've done, you can let us know on Instagram and on Twitter at EatsCast. Uh, we're also on Pinterest at Everyone and Their Sister Pod. You can leave us a voice message through Anchor with your own thoughts about the movie. Um, calling out you, Ardo and Marina, I know you guys must have thoughts. Uh, let us send us one on Anchor. We'll put it on our next episode. Thanks so much for listening. And um, we hope you guys tune in again next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>
1: carefully. It's fine. We're experts now, right? Who's editing this one? Not me. I think <laughs> me. it's
2: Steph.
1: Ooh, should I make a fancy cover for this one? If you wanna. Are we all gonna be wearing ten rings? Whose hands are showing? Oh, mine you... I guess all of ours. Yours. yours Do ten I? across all three of us. <laughs> we share the
2: rings. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Three on each it. and then I, I like, get four. the sister have five rings and the bro have five rings.
0: I okay that's one thing we didn't talk about but I absolutely think like the sister she could have taken some and the idea could have actually been that like she's a little bit more her father's daughter and he's a little Which bit more her really side awesome so you need I like both that. of them to wield the rings and then if the-, the wing the rings probably wouldn't turn them fucking crazy
1: I mean she wrote a fucking dragon so she wrote a
0: dragon oh she was so great